Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics DFS Rundown. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast, where we provide you with your weekly diagnosis of everything fantasy football. Whether it's season-long leagues, dynasty, DFS, or even IDP, we got you covered all season long. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Welcome into the Fantasy Football Diagnostics Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, John June, and welcome to week two of the DFS Rundown. Hopefully, you guys all had a good week last week. Hopefully, we won some cash. Um, you know, some of the picks hit, man. Some of them really did. Uh, you know, it was a good week. Got to make week two even better. Uh, so just like last week, I'm going to go through some of my favorite plays of the main slate this week, um, giving out cash game picks uh, and one to two GPP picks at each position. I'll also give one value pick on each site uh, that's uh, that's new this week, mainly because there are some guys I do want to talk about. So we'll add that as a segment each week as well. Um, but also just like last week, I'll tell you which offenses I'm targeting, uh, which game I'm targeting. Uh, and some of my favorite stacks uh, on, on the site. So, so we will cover FanDuel and DraftKings today. Don't worry. I will give uh, players that are um, I see as good plays on both sites. So, And also, like, I, I don't want to, you know, you guys have control over your lineups. I'm not saying to take these, you know, these players that I'm saying and, and you know, go make lineups out of them. You, mean, you could definitely do that if you'd like. But I'm just telling you guys about my process and, you know, guys that I look at as, as good as good plays. So, um, I mean, but obviously, feel free to, to do what you to to do what you want. But in the end, I just want to stress, like, do what you guys ultimately want. But um, if you guys want to, you know, take some of my picks, build around them, you know, by all means, I I encourage that. Um, so my cash game quarterback. That is going to be Josh Allen. We're going back to the well. Uh, you know, he's 8,200 on FanDuel, 6,700 on DraftKings. I told you all last week, I will keep playing this man in cash. Uh, his price on FanDuel is finally over 8K, but it's still not high enough. Uh, this this guy is priced down, in my in my opinion, for what he what he brings at the position with his legs. He's matched up with Miami, as we saw Cam, what Cam did to them last week with the quarterback run game. I expect uh, Brian Dayball to, to steal some of those those play calls. And again, like I said last week, um, you don't even have to, to play anybody else from this game with Josh Allen. You could play Josh Allen by himself. So I uh, love that. Uh, GPP quarterback. First one up is Dak Prescott, uh, 8,300 on FanDuel, 6,800 on DraftKings. He's going up against Atlanta. He's a guy I've been jamming into my lineups. Uh, he's he's in this explosive offense. He's at home where historically he does he does play better. Uh, he's a guy that also brings a rushing floor. Um, you know, he's my start of the week over on, on the Fantasy Football Diagnostics podcast. So, you know, I got to love him this week. Another option is a guy in the same game. That's Matt Ryan of the Atlanta Falcons. He's priced down 7700 on FanDuel, 6600 on DraftKings. He's in such a good spot against his Dallas defense. And obviously, his defense is so bad. You combine that, and we've got a formula for a 300-yard passing day. Which again, that's bonus points for you over on DraftKings. That's Greg's start of the week right there too. So he allows you a cheaper exposure to this same game, the same shootout. Um, you know, by paying down to Matt Ryan, that actually is a leverage play on some of those that are playing Dak Prescott. So uh, my value play at court at the quarterback position that is actually Daniel Jones. He's priced 
all the way down to 6,900 on FanDuel. Uh, that's higher than only five quarterbacks on the main slate. Uh, at, on DK, he's priced up. He's priced at the QB 17 uh, at 5,800. But of all quarterbacks on the main slate, he's eighth in pass attempts. He's eighth in touchdown rate. He's also got his rushing floor, averaging 22 yards per game in his career. Uh, he's also not afraid to throw the ball down the field, as we've seen. He's an underdog, uh, and that's the game, the, the game script you want for Daniel Jones. Uh, I think the Giants actually cover this five and a half point spread, and uh, have a shot to do that, especially when you consider the weapons he has and Saquon and Evan Ingram and, and uh, Darius Slayton. Um, my cash game running back that is Derrick Henry. He's eighty three hundred on Fanduel, uh, seventy nine hundred on DraftKings. I think he's got to be he's someone that's got to be locked into your lineups. Uh, you know, hit the lock button on him. Uh, he's you know, he's uh he had thirty one carries last week. Titans are running at a faster pace. They ran seventy eight plays last week, which is the the most plays that they've run with Ryan Tannehill at quarterback. Um, they've actually. Uh, gotten Henry out into more routes as well so um, you know he's he's worth it on both sites he's going to be the volume king and so you just ride that out until it stops honestly uh, and then my GPP uh, running back that is going to be the first one is Clyde Edwards Lair uh, he's 8,000 on FanDuel 7,400 on DK he's the RB6 on both sites for the main slate he's a potential blind spot for all of us because he played a Thursday night football game uh, that was about a week ago, uh, more than a week ago, and and so he and he had such a good game. But then week one came, and we forgot that he dominated his workload. He's second on the main slate in rush attempts per game, behind only Derrick Henry, at 25 per game. Uh, he had six carries inside the five yard line that he didn't convert on. So if you just imagine that they keep giving it. They keep giving him the ball down there. Then eventually he's going to get in, uh, and that's how you get to those two, three touchdown games. So he's a guy that I'm playing, and especially, you know, you got to consider as well. Like they didn't even, we didn't even see him really using the pass game at all. So imagine if that gets added to his floor as well. So I think this is a potential, um, you know, potential value play here, even at 8K. Um, another guy that's a, you know GPP guy for me, Saquon Barkley. You know, he's 9,000 on Fanduel, 8,400 on DK. He's priced as the RB2 on both sites. Uh, this this one is is a few this one it's, there's a few things for me here. Uh, first off, again he's priced so high he's but he's almost in no man's land because he's just below CMC and he's and he's uh, right above right above Zeke. So I don't know if people are really looking to play him, especially after the week he had last week. Uh, you know, but while he didn't perform, he, you know again he had a tough matchup, but he still managed 93.8% of the team rush attempts along with a 23.1% target share. Uh, that's second. That target share is second only to Alvin Kamara at the running back position. He actually led all running backs in targets with nine. Uh, so Barkley, he's in a better matchup here against Chicago, who got run on a little bit by Adrian Peterson in Detroit. So, um, and they also got beat in the pass game by running backs when you con- consider DeAndre Swift and and you know the success he had and success he should have had if he catches that touchdown pass. So. Um, I think Saquon's in a good spot, and it's it's a great leverage play on the field because if the, if anyone's fading him, you know, just remind you he's the best running back in football. Um, the the two value picks I have coming up, uh, I'm going to give you two. Both of them are actually my starts of the week. Uh, the first guy is Ronald Jones. He's 5900 on Fanduel, 5200 on DK. His DK price is criminal, actually. 
Um, he's got a matchup against Carolina, which, again, is a smash spot. Uh, we knew this last week when it was Josh Jacobs, uh, and it's the same this week. Carolina has the worst. They've been the worst run defense uh, against the running back position or the worst defense against the running back position since going back to last year. Uh, he dominated this backfield. He dominated this backfield in terms of touches, uh, and that's really all you need going against Carol- this Carolina defense. And then the next guy I have up, that's Jonathan Taylor. Uh, JT has a matchup with the Minnesota Vikings. You know, again, this is a great matchup. The Minnesota Vikings defense is in shambles right now, and you know this is the perfect time to keep targeting them until they figure it out. Uh, Jonathan Taylor's fifty-eight hundred on Fanduel. 5,700 on DK. He's a screaming value play on both sides. He's in line for a heavy workload with with the injury to Mac. Obviously, um, Hines will still be involved. That's you know, but still, that's not something I'm concerned about. Um, he's still going to be in line for 15 to 18 touches. And this in in a matchup like this, he can go absolutely bananas. Uh, he had six receptions last week on six targets, uh, and the Colts led uh, the NFL in, in targets to the running back. A neutral game script at 48% of the team targets going to the running back position. A lot of these passes are actually designed screens and designed swing passes to just get these guys out in space. And so it's basically a running play. That's that's free points, uh, you know, free points in, on both sides. Obviously a bigger bump on DK where it's full point. But either way, the matchup is great. You, you got to play this man. Um, and so... 5,800, 5,700 on DK, 5,800 on FanDuel. That's great right there. Uh, cash game at wide receiver. We are going with Devontae Adams. Like We have to play this dude every week, basically, uh, until his price gets up over 9K. And even then, we still might have to play him. Uh, this dude is going to lead the league in targets. Uh, and if Rodgers continues to look as good as he did last week, we, you know, Greg and I ran through the schedule uh, two, two, two episodes ago, I, I think it was, during one of the game previews. Um, but we ran through the schedule with Rodgers. They've got some juicy matchups coming up against Atlanta and Houston um, and Minnesota again. So we know the synergy these guys have. He's got the matchup with Detroit, which is you know a, definitely a good one. They got torched by my Mitch Trubisky last week uh, in comeback mode, granted. But still, uh, Rodgers to Devontae Adams, that's got to make music. And we want to make music in our, our uh, lineups this weekend. So the GPP wide receivers I have, um, the first one I have is Cooper Cup. He's 7,200 on FanDuel, 6,700 on DK. Uh, the Rams are back to running their 11 personnel neutral game script. The usage was down at the, at the end of last year, uh, which led to a decline in production for Cup. But with Cup leading all Rams wide receivers in snaps and routes at the position, I think I think he's back to the cup we remember him being uh, at the beginning of last year. He's got a good matchup here with Nikel Roby Coleman of the Eagles. Uh, He's a slot corner. Uh, I know I talked about Terry last week and how he had a good matchup potentially with Slay um, that he could take advantage of. Well, that didn't come through. Uh, Slay played pretty well in in press man coverage against McLaurin. uh, And so Woods could potentially struggle here. And so people might be on Woods fading cup. Uh, but I think this is a good spot for Cup, who obviously he has the touchdown upside in this Rams offense. And if the Rams aren't able to get their run game going against this this you know this pretty good Eagles front, actually have the Eagles winning this game, um, and so maybe the Rams are in comeback mode a little bit, uh, then they're gonna they might have to lean on Cooper Cup a little bit more. So I really really like Cup this week. Um, yeah, he's a guy that I'm playing in in a, in a lot of tournaments. 
Um, Wolf Fuller is the other GPP pick I have. He's 6,100 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DK. Uh, and look, the matchup is scary. I wouldn't have a ton of exposure to Fuller, but this is a really good spot that no one else wants to go to because of how scary the Baltimore defense is. Last year, these teams faced off. The Ravens won 41-7. Uh, Deshaun did not play well at all. He only had 189 yards passing on 29 attempts. But of those 29 attempts, 12 of those targets went to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, obviously, Fuller is not Hopkins, but he led this team in target share. Um, and just to note, Fuller did not play in this game last year. So this game was without Will Fuller. Um, so if you're wondering how he did in this game, in this particular matchup. But again, 12 targets went to DeAndre Hopkins. He's no longer there. Uh, we saw last week, you know, uh, Deion, uh, Deshaun Watson is going to, he's going to target uh, Fuller. He's got a 32.3% target share that leads this team. Uh, so you have to imagine with extra time to prepare, the Texans will at least be competitive this time around. Uh, you know, they've, they've had three extra days to prepare for this game, having played on the week one Thursday night game. Uh, so, you know, I expect Fuller to get a huge amount of targets in this one and make his day up through that. And if you play on DK, he's he's in play for the 300, the three point hundred yard bonus as well. So, uh, Will Fuller, somebody that I, I'm I'm not again. I don't want to have a ton of exposure to him, but he's somebody that I don't want to completely fade because of of how good uh, you know how how heavily targeted targeted he can be in this matchup here. Um, Guy that I have at the value as of, I actually have two values for you here. But the first guy, Marquise Hollywood Brown, he's he's my top value play. Uh, he might even be the play at the wide receiver position. He's 6,200 on both sides this week. So it's a bit more expensive on DK relative to the budget. But he's still in a great spot against Houston. He recorded 101 yards last week on just 24 routes. He was the only player in week one to average at least four yards on at least 20 routes. Um, he also has, uh, you know, obviously Baltimore had to take the foot off the gas last week in the second half. So all 101 yards of his came in the first half. Again, I'm expecting Houston to be a little bit more competitive here. Uh, and so you can get a nice blow of a spot from Hollywood Brown here. The second value pick I have Deontay Johnson. He's 5,800 on FanDuel, 4,500 on DK. Uh, because now again, because he played on Monday Night Football, we covered this in uh, yesterday's episode. But because he played on Monday Night Football, you're getting a discount because you know FanDuel, DraftKings, they already put the pricing out on Sunday night, so they're not reacting. They couldn't react to what Deontay Johnson did on on Monday Night Football. Um, and again, he had a 32.3% target share. Uh, that's tied for fifth with Will Fuller, uh, and so people aren't people necessarily the you know the public they're going to react to the box score which in my opinion is suppressed even more with the lost fumble that he had on the punt return so he's a guy I actually went out and acquired in season-long leagues after this game uh because you know I, I figured people would be low on him and especially if you just check the reaction on twitter people were low on him so um you know, just taking the temperature of the room went out and tried to acquire this guy in season-long leagues and so I'm just Using that logic, you you imagine that you're potentially going to get low ownership this week. Um, look, again, I don't project ownership. I just kind of go off of what people are feeling and saying and, uh, you know, use it that way. But I was right about um, I was right about Hayden Hurst's ownership versus TJ Hawkinson last week. 
probably going to be right about this one again. Uh, Deontay Johnson will have potentially lower ownership this week. Um, and again, he's a great value at 5,800 on FanDuel, but 4,500 on DK. That is absolutely crazy. Like the fact that he is significantly cheaper, uh, 1,700 cheaper than um, Hollywood Brown on on DK is just absurd. So um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm probably playing them both on DK to be honest. I'm probably playing them both on both sides to be honest. But yeah, Deontay Johnson, he's a value. Uh, Mark Andrews, he is my cash game tight end. Um, hopefully you played him last week, but if not, don't worry. We'll play him this week again. He's 7,500 on FanDuel, 6,300 on DK. The tight end two on both sides behind Kelsey. He's $300 savings on FanDuel, $700 savings on DK. And with no Waller or no Cook, uh, I think he's the play. The Cowboys are tied uh, with or the, the Ravens are tied with the Cowboys for the highest implied team total. The Texans obviously had issues with Kelsey, although I don't know who doesn't. But anyways, like we talked about last week with Mark Andrews, he's playing more snaps. He played on 71% of the snaps last week, which was easily uh, his a season high for him last year. And so this was a game in which the Ravens were well ahead in. I imagine, again, I keep saying it, but in, if, the, if the Houston Texans are more competitive than... Mark Andrews, I think, is in a good spot, um, again, to, to give you equal. I mean, he's not going to score two touchdowns again, always in the wrong possibilities with a guy like this, but he'll give you good production at the position again next week um, or this week. For a GPP tight end, I'm going with Evan Ingram. He's 6K on FanDuel, 5,300 on DraftKings. Greg started the week at the tight end position. He's got a good matchup this week against the Chicago Bears, who, like last week, Gave it up to the guy who was in this spot last week, TJ Hawkinson, uh, who, again, I still like this week. But Evan Ingram, he will likely have low ownership after the poor outing from the week before. Um, he's still a top target in this offense with an 18% target share. He had a tough matchup going against that Steelers defense. But in a, in a game I'm expecting a little back and forth in, I, I really like Evan Ingram this week. Uh, and then my value pick at the tight end position I'm going with Logan Thomas. He's 4,700 on FanDuel, 3,600 on DK. He's third at the position in in tight end target share, uh, 26.7. He's got this matchup against Arizona that still have not proven to us that they can stop the tight end. So we're playing him. This guy allows you to unlock so much. Um, and like I always say, and apply, it applies to DFS. I always say it in season long. We either go early or late at tight end in reference to you know ADP and, and when we're drafting in a snake draft. But in DFS, it's the same logic applies. You're either going to pay up or you're going to pay down at tight end. Uh, so this this week for me in cash games, it's either pay up for Andrews or pay down for Logan Thomas. Um, going on to defense and special teams. Uh, we we had a good we had a good spot in this spot last week. I mean, granted, Indianapolis defense they didn't come through, but again, they were the chalk. We knew that we were willing to eat it. Everyone else was going to eat it too. Um, but this week, for cash, um, I don't really know who the chalk is per se. I mean, I guess I would say maybe I would guess Arizona. Um, you know, I know San Fran is is in a good matchup, but they're five k. Um, but for me, the team I want to play is, is Kansas City. Uh, you know, they're the best cash game option, in my opinion. Uh, they're 4,300 on FanDuel, 3,400 on DK. They're eight and a half point favorites, albeit 
on the road, but still, it doesn't matter. This LA Chargers offense was, they looked incapable of doing anything last week, and they were going against the Bengals. So again, they the the, the Chiefs should be in, in, in uh, good game script early, uh, meaning the Bengals are being negative game script early. This pass rush should be able to tee off on Tyrod Taylor, who's got this beat up offensive line. Mike Pouncey, the starting center, he's out for the year. So give me KC. Uh, 4,300 on FanDuel again, 3,400 on DK. They're affordable, and especially with all the value you're getting, you can you can afford to do it. Um, and my GPP pick, man, I'm going back to the well, back to Washington football team. They hit big time last week, uh, and this week they're they're still relatively cheap. 3,900 on FanDuel, 3,100 on DK. They led the NFL in what I'm going to call havoc rate, which is the number of pass plays that resulted in a sack, quarterback hit, interception or a pass deflection at 54% of the Eagles' dropbacks last week. I think this defense is something special, and despite being seven-point underdogs, which, again, I think they can cover, um, I. but, again, I'm going back to this well of the Washington football team until they prove me wrong. Um, and then my other GPP pick, again, I like to pay up at defense. It forces you into different roster constructions than everybody else because, of course, everyone's going to try to save money to, to pay up at – to pay – to um, you know, pay down a defense, but you know, I like to in GPPs I like to pay up a little bit. Um, so, uh, and again, with the value at running back, you can do it. I think I think it's worth it. So my pick is the Pittsburgh Steelers. They're forty six hundred on Fanduel, thirty eight hundred on DK. I think they dominate the Broncos today. Uh, they were sixth in havoc rate last week, and so uh, I think you know they get after uh, Drew Drew Lock in this one and. and you know, make it a make it a good day. So my value pick at, d- at defense is going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're home, uh, eight and a half point favorites. And again, this defense is is legit, man. They had a tough time against Breeze and the Saints at home, uh, but I think they bounced back this week. And and this win is going to be a team effort. So I really like them this week. One of my favorite games to target has got to be the Atlanta Dallas game. Um, again, it's the highest total on the slate, 53 points, uh, you know, between the quarterbacks, uh, I really like obviously Dak Prescott, Matt Ryan. I've already spoken about those guys, the wide receivers between Julio, Calvin Ridley, Russell Gage, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, CD Lamb. I think you can play all six of them. Literally. I think you can play all six of them, um, in, uh, you know, different combinations of them in lineups early in the week. I was really all in on CD Lamb, but. I'm really coming around more to Michael Gallup. Uh, it's funny because I had thought about him and I was listening to, I like to listen to other people's work as well. Um, and I believe it was Rich Rebar had mentioned something about Michael Gallup. Uh, and it was around the same exact time that I was thinking about him uh, because it just makes a ton of sense. I mean, you know, Tyler Lockett in the slot, he's obviously, he's, you know, he's Tyler Lockett. He's going to, you know, make, make do with, no matter you know how hard or how difficult the ma- the matchup may be, uh, according to Pro Football Focus, C.D. Lamb does have uh, the most difficult matchup of the uh, of the Cowboys wide receivers. I thought I still think C.D. Lamb is a, is a great play, and again, like I said, I'm looking to acquire him, uh, but in in, in season long leagues. But if you just watched Sunday Night Football, which pretty much everybody did. 
and you watched C.D. Lamb and how involved he was, everyone's going to be gravitating towards that. Uh, obviously, Amari Cooper, he had the blown-up stat line at the end of the day, and of course people are going to be playing him because Amari Cooper at home, uh, you know, he's playing he's on the outside. But again, Michael Gallup, man, he's only 6000 on on FanDuel. Uh, forget the price on DK, but I think he's totally worth a shot in this game. Um, you know, if there was a player that I wanted uh on the Cowboys, you know, if there was a Cowboys receiver I want the most exposure to, it's going to be him because, you know, he's going to play, you know, if if on D, if I'm on DK, maybe I want to play CD Lamb cuz you know that reception floor is going to be there. But if you want that upside, I think you're going to get it from Michael Gallup this week. Um but another another way I'm willing to leverage this this pass game, well there's two ways I'm willing to leverage this pass game. Uh on the Atlanta side, uh Hayden Hurst, let all NFL tight ends and routes run so he's a potential blind spot obviously underperformed last week um but the way other way is Todd Gurley he's 7,000 uh you know this Dallas linebacker core is beat up they got ran on last week by Gurley's former team uh the Rams who, who were running a lot of outside zone the Falcons can run some outside zone as well so you know again I'm projecting here what if there's a possibility i'm telling myself a story what if there's a possibility here that todd Gurley uh was seeing some of this you know seeing some of the runs that malcolm brown was was successful off of you know goes to these atlanta coaching staff says hey you know these runs these are our runs right here let's let's get some of these in you know again tell yourself a story but i think that todd Gurley is a potential leverage play on this pass game offense um and again he's 7k uh, he was, uh, you know, used used in a, a workhorse role last week. And so in a game like this, uh, which should have a little bit more back and forth to it, I think Todd Gurley is a potential play. Um, one of my other favorite games to target, if you haven't been able to tell, I mean, probably you know, you've realized the offense I want to target. But I want to target this uh, Chicago and New York Giants game. Uh, I'm telling you, man, there's just something about this game. I mean, um, the the Giants have weapons uh, in, you know, Saquon Barkley, obviously, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton. Daniel Jones is a quarterback that's not going to just lay down. You know, he's going to, um, you know, he's he's going to go after the opposing defense, especially if his, point, his team is giving up points, which, again, his team is is prone to giving up points. Uh, and, you know, his defense has given up, you know, has had struggles through the air. So you imagine Mr. Trubisky coming in here. I think Allen Robinson's a great play at 7,000. Obviously, he had a he had a rough week last week in the box score, but he still had nine targets, uh, still ended up with five catches, 475 yards, 74 yards, something along those lines. Uh, but he, he had a hundred and almost 150 air yards last week. Uh, and so he was getting targeted down the field. And, you know, like we always say, air yards, that shows intent. That shows what the quarterback and the offense and the play caller is trying to accomplish, what they're trying to get done. And they're trying to use Allen Robinson down the field. He had a 16.4 uh, average average yards per depth of target or average depth of target. So um, or just a dot simply. Uh, so he's a guy I want to come back to this week. Anthony Miller, I think, is also in a really good spot. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, he obviously tore up the, uh, the Giants last week. Darnay Holmes was the primary slot uh, cover corner 
for for the Giants, and he struggled. Uh, so Anthony Miller, who predominantly plays his snaps out of the slot, you know, I think that he's also in a, in a good spot here as well. Um, so this is an off. This is a t- a game I'm trying to get uh, exposure to. I mean, it's got a 42 point over under. Uh, I took the over in it. The, you know, these teams have played such weird games over the years. So uh, I really I really like that as well. So um, yeah, I mean, one of the things I like to do, especially in GPP, is try to target an offense that nobody else is really targeting, right? Like this Atlanta Falcons game, everyone's going to be on this game. Everyone's going to have players from this game. Um, but this Giants-Bears game, not really so much, right? Uh, all the guys I've talked about, uh, maybe Daniel Jones might might be played uh, because he's so cheap. But again, him being five and a half point dog and one of the lowest totals of, of the week, people probably aren't going to be on him. Um, but, you know, I, I like to get a little contrarian. Um, next up, the offense that I'm targeting. I'm targeting this Tampa Bay Bucks offense, man. Every facet of it. Uh, maybe I'm not maybe I'm not looking to play Tom Brady um, just because I, I like to play quarterbacks. Uh, that do have some mobility to them uh, so that my day isn't, you know, it's a little bit safer, I feel like. And plus, once you, once you get those uh, those days where they, they throw for two, three touchdown passes, um, you know, that's when you really get those blow-up games like we saw with Josh Allen. So not really interested in playing Tom Brady, but I will play all these weapons, right? Like Mike Evans, who Greg has, he's Greg's star of the week. He's in a great spot, um, you know. Bruce Arians came out of the game saying he feels bad when Mike Evans doesn't get 10 targets. And so you know he's going to be targeted uh, a, a decent amount in this game against these Carolina Panthers, which aren't a good defense, um, and more targets down the field, which Arians also talked about as well. And then Scotty Miller, uh, I think that he's in a he's in a great spot as well. Chris Godwin is injured, so um, or he's out with the concussion. Uh, and so um, Scotty Miller, he's going to be filling in for you know a lot of these receiver snaps. Uh, he had six targets from Bar- from Brady last week, so he's he's earned the trust of not just Arians but also Brady as well. So that's always good. Uh, so I'm playing him in season long. I'm playing him in Fanduel, and I'm going to play him in DraftKings as well. So uh, he's a this is an offense that I'm targeting, especially Ronald Jones. I talked about it already. He's 5,900 on Fanduel, 5,200 on DK. Uh, he's one I'm targeting as well. Another offense I'm targeting. Uh, Jonathan Taylor spoke about him, but I think uh, Paris Campbell is somebody that makes a ton of sense. 5,300 on on. DraftKings, I think he's in the 4K range on DK. He plays in the slot, so you know it's a nice, safe floor for him. Um, but he's going up against Minnesota, where Minnesota was terrible against slot receivers. Um, Philip Rivers, I think he's somebody you can play in season long. Uh, but DFS, again, I'm not really looking to play somebody, you know, especially these quarterbacks that are, um, you know, a little bit older that don't, that you know, can't really move. Uh, Philip Rivers has talked about not even wanting to attempt the QB sneak before, so I'm not really looking to to play some of those to play some of those quarterbacks. But those weapons I will play. So Jonathan Taylor, um, uh, Paris Campbell, T.Y. Hilton, Naheem Hines, uh, those guys are all in play in my opinion. And then uh, even Adam Thielen on the other side of that game, uh, so as well. So. Um, and then in terms of some of my favorite stacks, uh, honestly, there's not a ton. Uh, I mean, Lamar is expensive, but, 
you know, Lamar, Mark Andrews, Lamar and uh, Hollywood Brown, Lamar, Mark Andrews and Hollywood Brown. That always makes sense every week. Um, you know, if you want to if you want to game stack this Atlanta Falcons or this Falcons and Cowboys game, that obviously makes a ton of sense as well. Uh, but one of the favorite stacks that I have this week uh, and I like to do it often. You know, I think I talked about it last week is stacking a quarterback with a running back, um, you know, trying to figure out which receiver to stack Dak with could be a little bit confusing, right? Between uh, Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup and CeeDee Lamb, and, you know, which guy do I pick, right? So in my opinion, it makes a ton more sense to just go Dak Prescott and Zeke Elliott. Uh, and then you know that you can get this Atlanta you, you, you already know that Calvin Ridley, Julio Jones, you know, you know where they stand in terms of the, of the target totem pole uh, all the way at the tippy top. Right. So you can just play you can play both of these guys. You can play one of them. Um, but that probably be the stack that I would I would be most most willing to approach this week uh, um, in this game. Um, obviously, you know, Matt Ryan, you can always stack him with a, either Julio or Calvin Ridley or both, to be honest, and then maybe bring it back. With Zeke Elliott, um, another stack I like this week. Uh, you know, I know we talked about running back defensive stacks last week. Uh, so you know, if you want to go with uh, Clyde and the Chiefs, that's gonna uh, you know a little bit more expensive. But the cheaper option, the cheapest option, I think, in my opinion, is gonna be Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense with Ronald Jones. Uh, you know, I know on Fanduel that's fifty nine hundred on Fanduel. Uh, with the 3,800 of, of price of, of Tampa Bay Bucks on, on DK. So, you know, uh, or on, on FanDuel as well. So, you know, I, I really like that, that stack this week as well. Um, I don't know if I have, oh yeah, sorry. And then, you know, I know we talked about obviously the Giants game, uh, the Giants and, and the, the Bears game. Uh, so, you know, Daniel Jones, Darius Slayton, that makes a ton of sense. I honestly, I, I made a lineup where it's, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Evan Ingram, Darius Slayton, uh, just you know, just getting the whole the whole gamut of these guys, because um, I, I you know, again I I think this offense could explode. I you know their implied team total is eighteen point three, uh, so I actually think I took them at over seventeen if I'm not mistaken, which I think they can easily cover that. So um, yeah, I. I like this this week a lot. Uh, obviously, you know, again, be smart with how you're playing. Uh, you know, uh, keep track of your of you know how you're doing in your in your in your weekly lineups. You know what the pay line is. Uh, you know what the winning the winning lineup in your contest. You know what plays were they making. Um, and, you know, give me some feedback, guys. If, if you guys really like the setup of the show and how I'm doing it, um, you know, give me some feedback. You could always reach out to me on Twitter at JRFootballNerd. Always reach out to the show at FF Diagnostics. could always rate and review us as well. Leave comments there. Uh, let us know how we're doing as well. But, um, again, good luck today, week two. Enjoy the games. Get some cash. And we'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. And we are out.